In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's filling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing a Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is Craftsman Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? Ahoy there, Xander. Ahoy! We're, we're doing just fine. We're getting into the arc that people tell me is like, oh yeah, if you liked Alabasta and Arlong Park, just wait till Water 7. Because as much as we told you that those other ones were our favorites to get you to come this far, this is our actual favorite. <laughs> this is the real favorite. Uh, I do enjoy this arc. I will still say Arlong Park is my personal favorite, but this is this is a very good arc. Like this is, a, I can gush about this arc, but I but I will I will wait. We have there's points where I will gush, but I'm very excited, and I think everyone else is very excited for you to get to get into and through Water Seven. I feel like I'm in real One Piece now. <laughs> you know, it only took 300 chapters for One Piece to start. And I know we said that 200 chapters ago, that it took that long for One Piece to start. But it took this long for One Piece to start. And I'm sure in 700 chapters from now, people will say, OK, and now One Piece can start. Now the prologue is over. Now we can start. <laughs> so we're going th to give an idea of how far into One Piece we are. We're reading chapters 323 to 331 Woo. so where we last left off we were at a sea uh, train station where we made friends with a drunk old woman who's decided to give the straw hats a map of the island and a letter of introduction to some shipbuilders and she mentions that the log pose at water seven takes a week to set to the next destination so that's how long you're going to be there yeah they're going to be there for a minute yeah so uh the after they set sail towards it, which I guess they're still following the log post to get to Water 7, the map and picture of the man they need to talk to, uh, Mr. Iceberg, though they're uh, they're not great. Uh, Luffy is theoretically a better artist than Miss Kokoro. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's it's uh, on par. I think they're pretty I think they're peers in the artistic community. Yeah, well, we, we eventually reach a space <laughs> station Venice 7. I mean, uh, Water 7, the city of water. It has like all these like giant number docks and this like giant fountain that uh, goes high into the sky. And uh, they, they get like recognized immediately as pirates because, you know, they're flying a Jolly Roger. And they basically get told like, yeah, just go around back. But we cut to the shipyard where Mikazuki, the big helmet pirate who has a 36 million bounty, Noticing a lot of like bounties in the 30s here. Um, he uh, he refuses to pay for his uh, ship repairs. So uh, the galley law company beats the snot out of him because they're fighting carpenters. You know, it, it's like fighting chefs, but carpenters. Definitely a brand new concept. <laughs> Never been seen before. Never been seen before. I mean, obviously, the, the carpenters are a tier above fighting chefs. So... That's obviously what uh, Sanji needs to class up into is a carpenter. I mean, Usopp would, but we'll get to that. We'll get to it. Yeah, we have a we have Usopp, Nami and Luffy uh, dragging the treasure into town to get it turned into just like actual money. So they're not dragging around like a giant thing of treasure. And at the entrance to the town is a rental bull shop, which is not as dirty as it sounds. Uh, the bulls are the Yagura bulls or seahorses emphasis on horse. Uh, that can convey people in boats that are on their backs. 
They're basically the cars of Water 7. We get all this like cool traveling around Water 7. It has like a lot of verticality to it um, with like raised and lowered like canals. And then also there's a bunch of creepy people in Venetian masks. Yeah, there's a costume festival or something, I guess. So uh, back on the ship, Sanji realizes that Robin is missing. Uh, Zolo is really interested in napping, so he'll, you know, quote, guard the ship. <laughs> and no one notices that Chopper is missing. Where did Chopper go? Yeah, we're going to we're going to have a lot of like no one notices someone is missing. And I'm a little sad that like the crew has kind of grown to a point where someone can just be absent for a while and you not notice. Yeah, we we travel past uh, the aftermath of the fight between the Galley Law and Big Helmet Pirates with the clearly victorious Galley Law. Uh, and Luffy's like, oh, man, fighting carpenters can't wait to meet them. And then back on the ship, uh, Zolo fends off an attack by a bunch of weirdos calling themselves the Frankie family. The Frankie family. Yeah, he beats them off needing like only two swords, though. Like, that's how weak those guys yeah. are. Yeah. See, he was guarding the ship. He wasn't just napping. He was he was multitasking. Man, Zoro's really talented, except for, you know, traveling. Very bad at yeah. that. That's why he stayed. See, very easy. That's why he stayed. He can't get lost in Water 7 if he stays on this ship. Hot damn. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, we see uh, Chopper is actually with Robin, who's like walking next to her in his speedy reindeer form, like through the back street market. It, it's actually kind of like a cute thing. Like, almost like she's walking her dog. <laughs> but, uh, you know, despite never having been here before, somehow Robin knows all about the costume festival going on because uh, she's she's observant. She's observant. She knows all the things. She's an archaeologist. She probably like read a history book on it or something. Yeah. Like for someone who's basically spent like 20 years on the Grand Line, like you'd think she'd have been to Water 7. But that's also, I guess. Place. Like, yeah. That's also something we'll get to later, though. Like, has she been here before? Ooh. Anyway, Chopper sees a bookstore and he wants to go in. And like before Robin walks in, this masked person walks by and whispers, I'm with CP9. And like keeps going. Bum, bum, bum. Robin like freezes up. And when Chopper comes outside to check, she's gone. So we, we cut back to the currency exchange where Nami uh, plays hardball and gets three whole villages worth of money, which uh, as a reminder that's 300 million. That's a that's a lot of millions. That's a lot that's of a, berries. It's a lot of villages. It's a lot of villages. Man, you know, Nami really should have just hung around with uh, uh, Luffy for a little bit longer and they could have just bought the village, not even fought Arlong, you know? Yeah, like the whole <laughs> the whole stakes of, oh, no, I'm going to have to work another 10 years to get 100 million, another 100 million, like kind of goes away when we get to this like kind of inflation. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm going to keep saying the whole like Nami villages for a unit of money. Because one, saying a hundred million gets gets kind of old after a while. Yeah. And two, I want to point out like just the power creep. The the power creep, and also it's going to be really funny when you mention how they split the three villages worth of money into three uh, briefcases full of villages. Yep. Each of the straw, and each of them gets a briefcase with a with a. They each get village a money village. <laughs> they each get a village. Yeah. So, uh, except that Usopp and Luffy are probably not the best to trust with those because they almost immediately lose them. Yeah, like Luffy immediately throws one in the water. <laughs> and yeah, they have to retrieve it. Yeah, we meet one of the carpenters. So we, we go to the uh, the shipbuilding place and we meet one of the carpenters, Kaku, who has a long nose like Usopp. This is important. And it's cubed. It's squared. Oh, yeah. As opposed to Usopp's round one. But yeah. this is important 
because it's very easy to confuse the two, since noses are the most defining feature on the Grand Line. So Kokoro's letter of introduction gets them in to see a guy lost president who also happens to be the mayor of Water 7, uh, Mr. Iceberg. Like, all right, Elon. <laughs> so Kaku just uh, Kaku's just going to quickly run over to the Mary Go to assess the repairs. It'll just take 10 minutes. Uh, it's like 10 minutes. He does a bunch of like hardcore parkour jumping on buildings and he moves like he has a devil fruit, kind of like Bellamy's spring spring fruit. But we don't have any confirmation whether he's a devil fruit user. Sanji is uh, searching the city for Robin and he barely catches a glimpse of Robin and the mysterious stranger from earlier walking by together. And like Robin ignores him and after walking around a corner disappears. <laughs> and then Sanji sees Kaku jumping overhead and he wonders what in the world Usopp is doing. Like, why is everyone <laughs> crazy? What's with this place? Like Sanji's frustration throughout this arc keeps rising. And it's kind of like of just a funny thing of this is just not his world. This is not his place. Yeah. So anyway, true to his word, Kaku makes it to the Marigold go. At first, Zola wonders, what is Usopp doing back? Wait, no, that's not Usopp. Iceberg uh, finally shows up with his assistant, uh, Khalifa. We're apparently going by the Dragon Ball Super way of naming things. Uh, he also has a mouse named Tyrannosaurus, but I don't think Tyrannosaurus will matter. Uh, we get some slapstick comedy and, you know, resulting finally like a sure I'll show you around the factory. Meanwhile, the Frankie family just like walks by because they can apparently walk around here with impunity. And they swipe a... Uh, Usopp and Luffy's suitcases and try to flee but then one of the shipwrights comes by and just like knocks them into the water and retrieves the suitcases so anyway Nami asks like what's with the Frankie family and we get the the backstory that the Frankie family ship dismantler Frankie family ship dismantlers say that like five times fast Mm -hmm. they're basically rogue scavengers who bounty hunt and steal from pirates who dock at water seven and their leader Frankie you know obviously be weird if they were led by someone named Bob. <laughs> it would be. It'd be like, oh, the Frankie family. Oh, so Frankie's your leader? Uh, no, it's actually like James. It's uh, uh, Conroy over there. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had a bit of restructuring, but, you know, we already spent all this money on the sign. So, yeah, he he stays in the shadows and is not to be underestimated. Uh, and the two carpenters, like, who come back having retrieved the, the money, who uh, their dynamic, they definitely have some inappropriate Dojin sold at comic head about them. <laughs> you, you're not wrong. I would not doubt it. Like, come on. Uh, there, there's a certain vibe to them. Anyway, they start fighting and like one of them does like some tricks with rope that make it seem like, Hey, maybe he, uh, maybe he's got like the rope devil fruit or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, they, they fight and press the straw hats, like getting to see them fight up close. Uh, they have almost a, a Zolo Sanji kind of interaction who I'm betting also have inappropriate dojins at comic Head. <laughs> Probably. There's no way in, in all these years of one piece. There's no way there's not. There's not, there can't be not one. No, that is. no way <laughs> we see more of the shipyard and we see back, get Baxter on how Mr. Iceberg combined the seven shipbuilding companies five years ago into the galley law company. So it's like a super company. A super company. Yeah. So Luffy's like, oh, man, you want to join my crew? Uh, he's like, and he's, you know, he says in this kind of joking manner, like he like he can't imagine anyone would. Like, yeah, if you can find any carpenter who sail, wants to sail on a pirate ship, you can have them. 
uh, so Kaku comes back and he has grim news. Mary will never sail again. Womp, womp, womp. Oh, no. Oh, no. End chapter. End one piece. All right. All right. Journey's over. Um, Journey's over. So We're all gonna I want to point now. out that you did not name uh, the shipwrights, the, the two that we've met. Yeah, I there's like three shipwrights we meet. We've met in addition to Kaku, who I just could not be bothered to remember the names of. Um, well, you have uh, Rob Lucci, uh, who's the one with top hat. He has a cool little bird on his shoulder, Hottery. Uh, and then the one with the slick back hair, whose name I don't remember offhand. But I'm sure it's cool. I think his name is Polly. I'm pretty sure his name is Polly. Then it's Polly. And he's got like a cigar. He's like he almost kind of looks like Smoker. It's like a rejected young smoker design. Oh, it does kind of have that vibe. Yeah, his name is Polly. And he has goggles, too. Does He has like really cool, like goggle shades, like surfer goggles. They look like surfer goggles, you know? Yeah, they, they have a lot of like intricate design work on their clothing. Like definitely a lot of effort went into designing these characters. Uh, there's also another one who, again, even even you couldn't be bothered to remember. Who's that? I don't know. The Freddie Mercury looking one. There's the one who looks like Freddie Mercury with uh, who has the bed hair. Uh, he shows up a little bit later, I think, actually. Oh, um, then yeah, I also you're right. I don't remember who you're talking about. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, no, he, he shows up in this in this chapter. His name is Peeple Lulu and he looks like Freddie Mercury. He's just shirtless Freddie Mercury. Anyway, uh. Sanji oh, yeah, and, yeah. Lulu. I see him. I, I just went to chapter. Yeah. Anyway, we have a uh, we have Sanji and Chopper who've now met up searching for Robin and Aokiji's words are kind of weighing heavily on Sanji. Now we have the two of them. They've met up. They're searching for Robin together. So we've we've kind of started to close that little plot loop. The Straw Hats are obviously upset at the news that Mary can't be repaired. Um, but the Carpenters explain that too much damage has been sustained by the core of the ship basically be building a new ship from scratch and it wouldn't exactly be the same if they built a new one there'd be this like uncanny valley thing for anyone who sailed on the old one and luffy refuses to accept this we were just sailing in her she's a stubborn ship Usopp doesn't say anything because we haven't seen him this chapter yet kind of weird iceberg chides luffy for being an irresponsible captain and then some world government's agents show up uh freddie mercury announces them he has a giant scar and he looks like a 19, like 20s G man. He kind of does like like a really old, like gruff one. Yeah, like he was rejected for the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is Agent Corgi and Agent Rottweiler. Iceberg has to meet with them and he has even though he doesn't really want to. So uh, Luffy and Nami check the briefcases. Two of them are empty. And then, like, one of the carpenters asked Kaku, like, hey, uh, what were you doing with the Frankie family? Because, like, wh- weren't you over there with them? Because I saw them carrying off a long nose guy. Usopp's kidnapped. Oh, no. Oh, no. Luffy dashes off. Nami gets directions to the Frankie family's hideout and then dashes off. On the way, she finds a crowd around a beaten up Usopp. And uh, the art of Usopp on the ground and the close up of his face absolutely absolutely brutal yeah it look like every time i see it my heart sinks like there there's clearly like this is the bruises this is the blood it's graphic it, it's pretty graphic like oda oda did a very good job at really cementing like 
the the brutality that Usopp just faced in a, such a short period of time. Oh, yeah. And he cries that he can't face the others uh, like this. And so Nami, Nami, though, is like, yeah, just just stay here. Uh, I promise we'll get the money back and heads off. So like she just literally like, props him against a wall and runs off. So uh, Chopper and Sanji are back at the Merry Go, confirming with Zolo that uh, Kaku had said ship can't be uh, repaired. And Zolo, I mean, Zolo, like, no, Zolo's one delivering the news, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like kind of mournful, but he's like taking it pretty well as this inevitability. Like, this is what happens. Yeah, they they understand. They're like, this sucks, but like, it's what it is. We got to accept it. Yeah. And then Chopper sees Nami coming back alone, uh, which is weird. Wasn't she, you know, which is weird. You know, wasn't she going to go get the money? Like, nah, nah, she, she's not getting the money alone. Nah, Nami's smart. <laughs> Nami knows what's up. Nami knows what's up. Anyway, we cut to the Frankie house, which is uh, literally like a Frankenstein type house. Uh, it's very cool. I love its design. And it, it's like on the outskirts of town, like there's nothing around it. We have all like the clown, the clown peons handing the money to a mysterious figure. Like everyone looks like a freaking clown in this, by the way. Yeah, it's it's almost pseudo buggy pirates, um, but more like, I don't know if, if it was a circus of like welders is how I feel when looking at them. Yeah, I mean, they're not doing like a Harlequin. Like, maybe actually, no, maybe it's a little bit more Harlequin because they're in Venice. But it's that kind of like weird, like anime, light gothic kind of Harlequin thing um, that mixes with the French clown. Anyway, there's a mysterious figure who has this like weird mask. Like they're kind of like tall and thin, which is weird. Uh, But they have a cloak with fur, uh, furry ruffles around the neck that like covers them out. But sticking out are these like thick arms with star tattoos on them. And it's like with this much... With this much, you can get that thing he wanted. You know, that thing he's always wanted. The thing. After three long years. That thing. He wants it. So he leaves them like five million to throw a party and takes the rest to go get whatever the thing is. Uh, Then the door crashes in and who do we see? It's Usopp. So the mysterious figure uh, who we guess is Frankie is like, sorry about your shit, buddy. uh, But stealing from pirates isn't a crime. I'm almost more sorry for Straw Hat Luffy having only a weakling like you to guard the money. Ooh, like it, it cuts deep. Usopp tries to exp- uh, shoot his exploding star at him, uh, and Frankie just punches it away like a badass. Yeah, he's like, "Remember this, Long Nose. My name is Frankie. If you want to live, you do not defy me." You know, and then all the pe- gives a signal for all the peons to just like fall on Usopp and dogpile him as Frankie leaves. And we get this like pretty haunting couple of pages of the beatings will continue. Oh, it's it's brutal. Yeah. So three three pages later, uh, Usopp's like out on the ground. Uh, we see Nami back on the ship with the last like hundred million berry case. Hey, she could she could steal the ship and and sail back and buy her village. <laughs> All right, time to go back. Time to go back to the. <laughs> The, we're gonna oh, no. try, we, we need to keep track of the number of times Dobby fulfills her original dream because <laughs> it's getting it's going to be a ridiculous it's, it's getting multiple now like yeah. she she saved her village at least tenfold at this point but anyway she she's gotten the rest of the crew to go after the Frankie house um she also has a gun which is interesting so anyway Usopp isn't where the crew expects him to be like uh they know where Nami left him and Chopper, of course, you know, being the best, notices there's a blood trail heading the direction they need to go. 
Uh, also, Luffy shows up at that spot at that spot uh, crashing um, the Yagura Bowl because plot. And we need Luffy. We need Luffy here. We need Luffy. You know, it's been like a whole chapter. It's been a whole chapter since we last had Luffy. So the four of them walk up to the Frankie house and they find Usopp outside completely unconscious. So uh, instead of helping him, all four of them, even Chopper in big buff mode, start walking towards the Frankie house like it's Arlong Park or something. You gotta. They're like, Usopp, hang on. And then they're going to demolish the house. Yeah. Step one, demolish house. Step two, then have Chopper be a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Pirate first, doctor second. Which which feels uh, like a kind of against Chopper, but I guess Chopper scene is his good friend Usopp, like just uh, being up and he's angry. But like, it, it does feel weird to not have Chopper be a doctor first. I mean, I think they want I think Oda wanted to make sure that Chopper was part of the anger fight. Because like it needs to they need he needs to show like Chopper felt the anger, too. So anyway, the door crashes in. Uh, but this time uh, it's the, the crew. And all the peons like, oh, man, free bounty from some weakling because like the last guy was weak. So Luffy can't be that bad. And there's still only four of them. So Luffy, just serious face, <gasps> wrecks them. And we get time for a melee. So uh, they're shooting like indoor cannonballs and cannons. And Zola actually cuts through them, which importantly, they're like, those are made of iron. How did he do that? You know, that skill he picked up at Alabasta. Uh, uh, steel is stronger than iron. He can now cut steel. Iron is nothing. And, and yeah, we get Sanji and Chopper joining in. And eventually we're left with just the peon that first beat up Usopp. And he's the last one left. And he tells him the money's not here. Frankie took it on the sea train to another island. They don't know where the black market is. Please don't hurt us anymore. Please don't hurt us anymore. And uh, each of the straw hats like trades off like part of the line. It's like the money isn't what matters anymore. They're going to break every bone in your bodies. And they're like, every bone. <laughs> and uh, we see time pass. Well, while, while Usopp is bleeding out outside, we get a time pass where the house is, as promised, demolished and every bone broken. Just just gone. It's. It's such a cool sight too, with the way like all three are posed in the rubble. It's pretty sick. Yeah. So so Chopper's taking care of Usopp and like um, Luffy, Sanji, and Zolo are posing because uh, it's JoJo now. And Luffy, in contemplation, like announces he's decided they'll say farewell to the Mariko. So it's like it, it took this to like get him to see like he has to he has to move on and be stronger. So. Uh, we see the government agents leaving Iceberg's office complaining he's stubborn and they don't know if he really has it. What is it? Who knows? Interestingly, behind Iceberg in his office is a Nico Robin wanted poster with the picture of her as a child. Do they not have an updated one yet? I, I guess not. Man, they need to get on that. Come on, world government. You've seen him in Alabasta. You've seen him in uh, Jaya, probably. Come on, take a new picture. They knew Robin was there. Smoker did a whole thing, like trying to tell everyone Robin's there. And they were able to, in Jaya, update everyone off of Alabasta that Luffy and Zolo get bounties now. But yeah, uh, Usopp wakes up. Robin's not back yet. Usopp's upset he lost the two Nami villages worth of money. And Luffy says, it's okay. They still have one Nami village of money. Usopp asks if the remaining is enough to fix Mary. You know, after all, he was like kidnapped during the explanation, so he doesn't know. Yeah. And Luffy's like, you know, what? it tells him, like, don't worry about it. We've decided to switch ships, which 
Usopp's upset. Like, is it is it his fault? Do we do we just not have enough? And it's like, no, the, the Mary can't be repaired further. And Usopp wants to argue with the shipwrights. He can't believe no one else will fight with him to save Mary. It's like, you know, fine, he'll fix her himself like he's always done. Usopp, you're not a carpenter. And the arguments like keep getting more heated with everyone else trying to get Luffy and Usopp to calm down. We hit a breaking point where Usopp accuses Luffy of only pretending to care because he's excited for the new ship. And Luffy pushes Usopp to the ground and he starts to say, if you don't like how I do things, then you can just take this opportunity to fuck. And Sanji kicks Luffy's head so far to the side. He does that Mr. Fantastic thing with his neck. It, it like this scene gets to me. This whole thing. It. Oh tears my heart it, it's good it's like we get we get um him telling luffy to calm down before you say something he'll regret and luffy's like starts to apologize Usopp goes no no that's how you really feel yeah just get other get rid of the useless shipmate with the broken ship you know he's like i can't keep up with how powerful you all are i'm just a burden and he walks off the mary and says he's quitting the crew but he turns around he's taking the merry go so you're going to fight me for it, Monkey D. Luffy. Fight me. And that's where we end. Ooh. So, yeah, Water 7. Fucking yeah. kicks off pretty, pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it goes hard. Um, a lot of plot. Before we get too much into actually any of that, I want to take a second to talk about the art. Mm -hmm. uh the art has changed a bit it has and it, it kind of had a little bit back during like long ring um a little bit and like and like obviously like the first chapter of water seven too but really like everyone looks a little bit updated robin now looks a lot more like most of the promo material i normally see of her does um like her nose has been a little bit like reshaped a bit uh drawn a bit differently and I think that's why I didn't notice her in Alabasta is I'm used to this Robin face and not the old one. Yeah, there there is a bit of a change. Yeah. And for like most, it's such a gradual thing that it's until like you look back and, you know, back to Alabasta to like now or even like what's uh, current. You're like, oh, th that is very different. Uh, but as going through, you, you don't even notice. Yeah, I I found it pretty easy to notice here because it's also... Uh, we're back to doing um, something I think we started doing around Arlong, which was like a lot more or, or Whiskey Peak, which is a lot more of like the solid blacks in places mm -hmm. and just like the heavy inking, uh, which and like the like thicker lines, which like it looks really nice. Um, and like Nami has her hyper hourglass going on. Um, Sanji's got much more like exaggerated legs. Like every, everyone looks more like how i normally see them i feel like we've hit like a maturation of the art style as we said at the beginning where we just got to one piece yeah like this is now one piece yeah one piece started now but yeah i just want to really like make sure we pointed that out before we got too far in and forgot it yeah but yeah this we have it like we still have the robin thing going on in the background which is you know we've got the the larger thing without kiji we've got why in the world does iceberg have a a picture of her like what is that thing is it is it one of the weapons yeah what what is the it what is the thing is it the same thing that frankie is wanting 
And also like CP9. What's a CP9? I know what it is, but like, what's a CP9? A, a number nine cheese pizza? I don't know. <laughs> Capital Police Nine? Like, I don't know. Central Police Nine, maybe? Uh, Capital Probably. Police Nine? Who knows? But clearly there's something. Uh, we know that the government, like the world government's there. I think it's the first time we've seen world government officials that are not Marines. Yeah. It's almost always been Marines, yeah. But they're just, like, military. Yeah, I don't think we haven't seen not a Marine. Yeah. I mean, they had to exist. There had to be people not Marines. Yeah, yeah. There has to be, like, you know, the the people who do the paperwork, the the people who command the Marines that aren't, like, other Marines. You know, wants to give the, the whole Marines their orders. Well, I mean, in a democracy, the military takes their orders from the people. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't keep that straight either. <laughs> like, uh, I'm just like... Have you have you read Alabasta? Have you, have you seen the outside? other ones? Like I don't. What's a democracy? It seems more like yeah, it's all kingdoms. It's all kingdoms. Yeah, it's all kingdoms are just like islands that are self governed in some way. Like Arlong Park, you know, pre Arlong Park, like it's just an island of a handful of towns. Who who rules them? Probably just themselves. Yeah, until Arlong came until and Arlong brought them came into in. uh, into the domain of the fishmen. This feels like we're we're getting this the Usopp arc that Long Ring Longland and G8 kind of were were pushing us towards. And then that's where I felt like G8 did a good job of kind of helping with this. It gives us another point because you can you can you can get like the trajectory of this arc just from Long Ring Longland um, with Usopp constantly feeling like he's useless. Yeah. And I think with a bit into Skypea as well, since we're already getting hints about like the Mary and. You know, Usopp being a bit like, oh, we got to keep it fixed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, longer you hinted at it. But G8 does a lot of the does a lot of good, like pushing in that direction, giving us a bit not more context, but more of like, oh, hey, we're going to get more Usopp moments. And we all love Usopp. Yeah, we, we, we've also had this huge push of like Usopp's usefulness has kind of been relegated to inventor and carpenter. But if we get a carpenter or if his carpentry skills aren't enough then what is his place? He's not a combat. He's not a combat monster like most of the other crew. And he's not a navigator like Nami. So yeah, he's not he's not monstrous like like the other three. Yeah. So like what's what's his purpose? And it's just like, OK, so what is what's going to go on with it? And like the idea that I mean, we've already had so many straw hats leave. We had Johnny and Yosaku leave. We had Vivi leave. We had Condoriano leave. We had our boy Condoriano leave. And now Usopp. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's been three manga straw hats who've left. Uh, I mean, <laughs> they don't even know about Cody. They don't even know about Kobe. Gosh dang it. You're right. Man, no one stays on the straw hats for a long time. And they always seem to leave with a punch to the face. Kobe, now yeah. Usopp. Well, uh, he hasn't been punched in the face yet. Yet, true. They're they're gonna fight. They'll eventually get punched. I'm sure. I'm the punches will be involved. I'm I'm real curious to see how this fight goes. Yeah, it's very good because like within a couple chapters, Usopp is zero for two against peons that half the crew, even unpowered people like Sanji, can just wipe the floor with. Yeah. So, like we're. We're going to get the the Usopp uh, power up arc. And I'm I'm, I'm kind of ready for Usopp to have character development. Yeah, we, we need to have 
like Usopp getting some shine and we're getting it right now. And I'm, oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, Cause as I've been saying since uh syrup village, Usopp is my favorite. Like, like Usopp is pr- like, I mean, granted my, my favorite doll hats always change, uh, but Usopp's always like in my heart, my favorite, like I love everything about Usopp. Usopp's great. Uh, and this arc is, uh, such a such a reason why like I'm like oh I love Us this is the arc that made me go like I love Usopp because before I was like ah fuck Usopp Usopp's kind of annoying and then this arc happened, I'm like oh I love Usopp Usopp great I think it's interesting because it acknowledges the negative traits of Usopp which lets him kind of then grow because like if it grew without acknowledging that he is definitely the weak the weak one the butt of the joke well the the butt of his own joke yeah. remember i don't think everyone is not saying like he's useless only usopp's the one saying it i mean luffy almost told him to get off the ship that's true because usopp's being a punk ass he's being a bitch he's being a crybaby for, for good reason mind you like the merry go is more than a ship right it's a connection to his home his love yeah mistress kaya like in his in his memories and his dream right it's a a man like a physical manifestation of like so much for usopp yeah and it's it's gonna be gone i also like how luffy is is having to learn how to be a captain and leader yeah like it's so good like luffy development i feel comes so few and far between for a main character yeah but when it does it's pretty solid because the last notable one I can think of is in Drum Island. Unless if there's another that you can think of that's later than Drum oh, Island. Jaya, Jaya um, being kind of the extension of the same thing from Drum Island of like not always fighting. Well, I, I think we got that from chapter one. Oh, I, well, yeah, holding back even more so, uh, more so following the lesson that Shanks gave, actually following it more often. Yeah. Now you're right. Yeah, Jaya. You're right. Yeah, I, I would say Jaya, because like the whole problem was at the start of Drum Island, because he just jumped straight to fight anyway, it hurts his crew members. So he realizes like he needs to do a better job at protecting them. And sometimes protecting them means not fighting them or not doing what he wants to for the betterment of his crew. Yeah. And this is Luffy learning how how best to say goodbye to a crewmate. Which then goes into the argument for why Vivi's not a straw hat. <laughs> You're wrong. Vivi's a straw hat forever. Ha-ha. We stealth got that in, baby. Uh, <laughs> I'll never let it slip. <laughs> you can say it all you want. It's not true. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Luffy having to deal with almost the death of a crew member and letting them grow. It, it really is like even for like us, right? Like the Marys go- like leaving us like that, like saying it uh uh, like makes me really sad (laughs) and and you know for me it's been years and yet it still hits so hard well it's like we we have the mary for like 300 chapters you know yeah like 300 chapters it's been through a lot but like you know it's time it's time to get a a new ship a a bigger ship like how like what's the sleeping situation the mary goes not like that big and there's now like five of them and we're going to be and we know we're going to get more straw hats yeah and like we have two girls with some others like i know luffy can just sleep on like several of them just sleep on the deck anyway because that's how they are yeah luffy can be their own hammock yeah (laughs) and zolo just zolo just falls asleep next to the mast constantly yeah zoro could just sleep anywhere 
Yeah, I mean, it'll uh, it will be interesting what we get after. But yeah, it's we're getting a lot of character development for a lot of characters. So I'm I'm pretty happy with that. I mean, even Sanji's so even Sanji and Chopper walk around like Chopper is actually being a lot more mature. Yeah, like I feel like Chopper's comp like Chopper's confident in a lot of in a lot of ways because remember they went around uh, different villages on Drum Island with Kuriha and like watched her interact with people and navigate and like do shop stuff like Chopper knows that. But also Chopper is, you know, doesn't know about other things. And it's always really cute when those things happen. But they're always like comedic things like, oh, you don't. You, you don't like compliments Ooh, you know so embarrassed you know silly things like that but yeah no chopper we get to see some mature chopper it's a very good yeah we see serious chopper and like we get to see like i love seeing like robin and chopper hang out we we haven't gotten much of it but like the little bit we did so far is it was really good because like at the beginning you're like where where did robin go off to where did chopper go off to Oh, they went off together. Yeah. And it was like really cute. And they're like shopping for books and stuff. And it's like because they have shared interests. They are both they're both nerds. <laughs> yeah. After Nami, they're the most academic <laughs> of the people on the ship. And like Nami and Robin already have a kind of the same mothers of the ship with all these insane like kids. <laughs> yeah, they're the they're the moms. <laughs> yeah, they already play like the the, the mom cards. Uh, with Robin being even more mature, like she's definitely group mom. But then Nami, while she can research and do things, she doesn't. Uh, she she's focused in her direction. Um, but I feel like Chopper and Robin have a shared like higher interests. They also both have devil fruits, which kind of links them a bit more. Yeah, they have a they have a lot of shared interests, I can imagine. Yeah. And we get to see some of it, um, which is so nice. And I hope we get to see more. Like even for me, like cur- like who's current, I want to see more. And I would because yeah, it's so it's always so good. I mean, I want to see where we go with um, this whole Robin thing, because um, like what's this CP9 thing is like, that's going to be a whole ass thing. It's going to be a whole ass thing. You could say it, it could be a, a lot of whole ass things. So I think we have a final elephant in the room, though, to address. What's that? Frankie. Frankie. <laughs> At one time when we were first starting this, who you said was your favorite straw hat. Frankie is my favorite straw hat. <laughs> but so is Gustav. Everyone's my favorite straw hat. But Frankie, I, I adore Frankie. It's, <laughs> I need so many of Frankie's uh, uh, reaction gifts and stuff. I can't tell if it's like another art, like art change thing, like it was like for Miss All Sunday to Robin. But I just don't see. And I also have seen very little of Frankie relatively. Yeah. Uh, both Robin and Frankie, I've seen very little like art of mm-hmm. just in general, just because most art is of the early Straw Hats. Right. So I'm not sure. Are, is that the real Frankie is that a or is that a different Frankie like is that the same Frankie who joins the crew yes um I think that because of like the mask and like the the like weird robe it does kind of make Frankie seem really weirdly shaped because like you described it as like scrawny and I'm like looking at it I'm like no that is a side view but like I wouldn't say scrawny but we don't really get a good full body like view we get like 
like uh shoulders up we get like a side like a full side profile but we don't get like a good full front profile to really uh get it but i once we see frankie without the mask and robe i think you'll be like ah yes i recognize this well right because they'll look that way but i mean just judging off of like putting the silhouettes on top of each other because the way the robe billows makes it look like he doesn't fill the robe yeah like i said it weirdly shapes their body and i have no idea why um it could be that Oda was not finalizing the design at that point, right? Uh, but we do see one design that will stay, and you brought it up is the, the the star tattoo on the arm, yeah, yeah, the big, the big thick arms and the the star tattoo on it. Which I don't know why I thought that the Frankie's arm tattoos were like each half a star that he puts together to make a star. I don't know why I um, thought that. So, so I think you're thinking of post time skip Frankie design. Because they are very drastically different. That might be the only is, Frankie design I have for reference. Yeah, and it's the most it's the one that is like that I share a lot. It's the like yeah. th- some of the best directions are post time skip Frankie. But like post time skip happens in like around like the late five hundreds and we're like in the mid three hundreds. So we're getting close to to catching up with one piece. <laughs> getting close to catching up with one piece <laughs> so so close oh you're such so a kid so far away yeah <laughs> if we say like there's only like 10 arc difference like oops, that does that seems like so few <laughs> 10 arcs that's nothing i think it might be more than 10 arcs i have actually more than counted. 10 arcs <laughs> it is definitely more than 10 arcs <laughs> okay okay maybe like 13 <laughs> Because I think 20, like four arcs from now is Paramount War, which is what the the next One Piece card game set is based on. Get to see a bunch of those around. It's probably outdated by the time this releases. We're, it's probably oh. doing like some other. It's probably doing some other box for the card <laughs> game. Anyway, anyway, um, I kind of like with Robin. I'm so confused how we're going, especially with how much of a dick Frankie is at the start. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna reconcile straw hat frankie with g- almost killing usopp frankie i mean we had the robin uh, uh face turn we could probably have the frankie face turn go from heel to face let's go oh, well what it's gonna turn out he'd never beat up usopp all along kind of like we I mean, never killed I mean, the they did all leave. Along. technically it was it was the frankie family that did it yeah, but he frankie was also left. like defy <laughs> me and die, which is such like a villain thing. Yeah, right? Like that's such a power move, but you also have to think like why is there a Frankie family? Why aren't like what's going on with the, like why do they exist? Well, now they don't exist. They're gone. Like their house is gone. Yeah, like yeah. what's a Frankie family? Pfft, easy gone. Yeah, and if all the other shipbuilding companies were uh absorbed by Galley Law, where did these guys come from? Right? Like so it's it's very interesting and we will get answers. Yeah, like I I think definitely knowing Frankie becomes a straw hat really changes my view on how I'm reading this. <laughs> it's it's like like how does Robin get to here? Right? Yeah, like, I was doing the same thing during Alabasta and as as we got deeper in Alabasta I could see it like especially when she rescued him um after the first crocodile fight. But it's like okay, what are we doing here? And like where are we even going to go from here because we have different like it's like we're in an open world RPG and we have different quest lines. Like we can go repair Mary, Mary, or like get a new ship. We can go on the sea train after um, Frankie. We can not because Luffy said we don't need to. Yeah, like it's 
it's so good like i can't wait for the pieces to come together to form the what is the one piece of this arc like where's robin (laughs) where's robin (laughs) i am oh this arc's so good i am restraining myself because like so much of what i want to talk about has yet to happen uh so i i just can't but i'm very excited I'm I'm pleased with how well execute written and executed this has been, especially after Skypea. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's like you even compare to like early One Piece as well. I felt had some issues, and this is this is clearly evolution in storytelling, improvement in storytelling. It's not just yeah. the art; it's it's telling a story. Yeah, we we saw that change too, and we made comments on it in Longring Longland. Yeah, like just how well it was just shaped, especially the later half specifically. And then this just builds off that. And also the change in the slight change in like some character designs and art style a bit. The more uh, the Oda, the Oda form is is forming more. The Oda form as an art form. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I get it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad you get it. Speaking of what I get uh mm-hmm. our next chapter reading oh the next chapter reading i think you're going to to like how how annoying is the cliffhanger it could it could have been so much worse it could have been so much worse but i think we're going to leave you off is going to get you a bit more excited for the reading afterwards um but this reading's exciting mostly because we we get the upcoming fights because i want you to read it I'm going to give it to you. So, Matt and listeners, your reading assignment is 332 to 341. So 10 chapters. I guess we're going to see Uso get his ass kicked. Time to witness a murder. (laughs) Let's get some popcorn. Hell yeah. (laughs) 